Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Well, Brad, much like last week, it looks like we have another roller coaster testing at a Disney park, although this one is over at Disney California Adventure in Anaheim, and it's in Credit Coaster, and they're doing their pass holder, or not pass holder, they're doing their uh, cast member test rides, and I guess media previews now, um, right now, and yeah, we've got yeah. some so videos of the, of the whole ride, yeah. Because now we can see the actual... So I haven't... Have you seen any Slinky Dog Coaster video yet? Uh, I have not seen any video, but there have been some people who have written or, I guess, spoken to Disney outlets um, who have been quoted anonymously talking about Toy Story Land and Slinky Dog Coaster. And I've read those, but I have not seen any actual footage other than the Disney-provided stuff. So then I'm just, I'm just going to, before we even get into uh, Incredicoaster here, which is what, what you're talking about, yeah. I have to know, what have they been saying about Slinky Dog Coaster? Um, okay, and this is hearsay. This is reading a few things that people have written. What most people have said is that Toy Story Land stinks of budget cuts and is probably going to be great in the Phase 2 portion of it and slinky dog coaster is far more thrilling than we were led to believe and perhaps uh, a little too thrilling for kids but slinky dog coaster is apparently good but the rest of toy story land is is apparently not that great so slinky dog coaster still doesn't have a loop-de-loop in it right no well then i mean like but I it get, is I it is the... launched and there's a lot of banking turns and camelbacks and i can I can see just from the design of it how, depending on the speed, because if you're if you're doing those things at a relatively low speed, like a normal, you know, kid roller coaster, then they're not that thrilling. But if you do some of those bank turns at high speeds and you get some G, some negative G or some positive Gs, and uh, do some camelbacks and get some negative Gs, I can see how that's a little more thrilling than than you would assume it was given the uh, the I don't know the the child friendly presentation. Well, I'm I so here's the thing I'm okay with that because I never thought this was supposed to be, uh, what like a is it Goofy's Sky School? Sky School. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I never I was never under the impression that that's what this was supposed to be. So I'm actually totally I totally okay. was. Oh, see, I thought I thought we were looking at something more like, uh, gosh, I guess maybe like a Big Thunder. In that, in that Big Thunder also is a the type of coaster that doesn't have any, you know, loops or anything like that, but is still uh, a more thrilling coaster than, say, a Sky School. Well, and I, I, I guess my, uh, my understanding of Toy Story Land is it was more, quote, family-friendly. And so I just assumed that any, any uh, thrill rides would, would be thrilling to younger people, you know, kids. Uh, not and and a lot less like uh, uh, rock and roller coaster or something like that. You know, something that's like made to be a thrill ride. Well, it sounds so. It, I guess the I guess the moral of the story is it sounds like that's not the case, and I'm actually really happy about that. So, 
Yay everybody everybody dog. did say though, Slinky's tail does wiggle as the ride goes, so it is actually on a little spring and it's very good. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> okay. So uh not not that surprising that the overall land is not that impressive. I mean, everything we've seen has told us that that was going to be the case. Uh I'm just I'm happy to hear that at least the attraction, you know, because that was that was really my concern is is the attraction going to going to be a goofy sky yeah. school honestly? Is it going right. to be a boring attraction on top of, you know, another boring attraction or whatever and then be why bother? So, anyway, Slinky Slinky dog, it sounds good, but we're, we're, of course we'll know more when we actually see. I would like to say ride it, and we would both like to ride it, but sure. neither of us have, have been <laughs> out lately. So let's say when we see videos of it. And Alien Swirling Saucers is still not open; it's under construction still. So there's nothing, nothing about that yet. I have heard, I have heard rumor that it is really, really close to done, because I have heard, I, I've seen rumors that cast members were told they might get to ride it as part of, you know, cause these cast member previews are going on right now, mm-hmm. but I, you know, I haven't seen anybody actually getting to ride it, but the fact that cast members are under the impression they were going to get to ride it. Of course, wait, it opens in two weeks. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, it, no, nine days. Okay. It opens nine days of when we're recording. So once this is released, six days away mm-hmm. so no never mind i totally understand why cast members thought they were going to be riding this one that is yeah. not surprising at all it's kind of surprising that they aren't they actually aren't getting to ride it but yeah anyway okay so we we've been caught up on slinky dog now let's talk about the thing that we can at least watch a video of which is incredicoaster mm-hmm. brad what do you uh, watching those videos and again you don't get the full effect i think but what do you think about the incredicoaster I think the Incredicoaster is exactly what we expected it to be, which was let's take the coaster and and slap the Incredibles on it where we can and call it good enough. And, and I don't know if that's a bad thing or not. I'd like to see more done with the Incredibles. But at the same time, I recognize that you took an existing attraction and, you know, you, you had to make it work with an entirely new theme and you did what you could with that theme, with an attraction that is not at all, uh, doesn't, doesn't really lend itself, I guess, to, to being set to, a, to that sort of a dark ride, I guess, feel maybe? To theming at all, I would say. I mean, there's, there's not that much. It, it's, it's built to look like a wooden roller coaster. And there's just nowhere to hide stuff because it's all this open lattice of wood, uh, you know, that that's built to look like an old boardwalk. And and so, yeah, I mean, it's taking, like you said, a, a, an unthemed attraction, I would even say, and trying to put a theme on it. That well, but, but it was. Here's the thing. I think it was successfully themed before when it was California Screaming. Because they said, you know what, we're yes. gonna we're gonna call a spade a spade. This is a roller coaster. Yeah, and it and was that's themed the same theme. way that the Disneyland Hotel is themed. Yeah, it was themed as what it is. This is yeah. a hotel at Disneyland, and it's nice. And it was themed as this is a roller coaster on Paradise Pier, and it's nice. It was a good roller coaster. And one thing I will say, I forgot until I watched these videos, how long California Screaming is. Yeah, it's a, what, three minutes is the average length on the full ride-through videos? Yeah, so, it's a really long roller coaster. So I, I guess at the end of the day, so there, there is a video of the pre-show as well, right? 
Right. And yes. at one point during the pre-show, Violet, so I backstory on the backstory on the coaster. Basically the the story that they're using is the citizens of Municiburg, I believe it is, mm-hmm. are are dedicating this roller coaster to the Incredibles. And so, you know, the roller coaster is now supposed to symbolize the events that the Incredibles have taken part of and the citizens love them for everything they've done, everything that they've done for the city. And thus they want to, they want to, uh, to show their, to show their thanks by renaming this coaster. And at one point during the pre-show, you know, they're, the Incredibles are being interviewed and asked questions about, oh, well, how did it feel fighting this monster? And how did it feel fighting that monster? And what do you think of having this coaster named after you? And, and Violet says, oh yeah, so they took an old coaster and slapped our name on it to, to get people interested. <laughs> and Edna Mode goes, oh darling, that's what they call synergy. And I'm like, isn't that a little too on the nose? Because yeah, that's pretty much exactly what, and I, I don't know because on the one hand, I feel like old, I think, as far as I know, California Screaming was not unpopular. Uh, but, but yeah, that's, that's kind of what it feels like. Oh, they slapped our name on it so that it would, it would feel new to people. Right. And, okay, so, so, the, so the, the moral of the story is I don't know that I get the point. Uh, I guess I do get the point because they, they, wanted, to, they wanted a uh, Pixar area, right? Sure. That is that is the point. They wanted a Pixar area. They didn't have room to build an entirely new area. They had to retheme an existing area. They're not going to. They spent all this money putting a coaster up. They're not going to tear it down. And they said, okay, then what can we do with it? And that's and that's pretty much what this feels like. Yeah, it feels about like the rest of, or um, uh, what we know about the rest of Pixar Pier. It, it will make sense, I think, um, once people forget what Paradise Pier was. You know, and we just kind of get used to that's Incredicoaster now, and that's uh, the Pixar Pal around now, and you know whatever the Jesse's Carousel thing, all that stuff. I mean, right now it doesn't really seem to make sense because there was really nothing wrong with Paradise Pier, and it actually, I think, Paradise Pier made a lot more sense in what it was than Pixar Pier does. And I, I I consider this to be kind of a downgrade of an area. Um just because the the you know quote synergy of all of the attractions in that area doesn't really mesh or doesn't really happen. They they all don't mesh as well as they used to. But uh I I think it'll all be okay in a year when people forget about what used to be there and everything's been there a while and uh, I don't. I don't find any of this stuff, you know, wildly uh, different from each other, disparate, or you know, it, it all fits together in its own little way. But uh, it, it it seems okay. I mean, they did not change the uh, they didn't change the experience of the roller coaster at all, which I think is great. Um, basically, the only incredible theming you get is in the tunnels. Well, uh, there's and, a point where there's like the ten million jack all the jacks. Jacks, yeah, yeah, which I don't. I haven't seen Incredibles two. I assume that that will make more sense. I'm, a, I'm, I'm guessing. 2. So he's a what like a basically he has all of the powers essentially. So I'm assuming he can replicate himself. Yeah, probably. And that that must be what that. And again, this is all 
uh, guessing because I also have not gone to see Incredible. I do plan to go see it uh, hopefully this week, but I uh, haven't seen it yet. Uh, I, so here's, 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 I guess, the problem that I see. You say that once everything becomes Pixar Pier and it's not Paradise Pier anymore, that then it's going to, then, then it, this is going to feel better. But my question to you is, if, if you take out the aspect of this is Paradise Pier, it had to be rethemed. They did what they could within, you know, keeping an attraction. If, if this is an Incredibles attraction first, is this not a pretty poor Incredibles attraction? Like this is a, to me, to me, if you say this is a roller coaster that happens to have incredible stuff on it, then, okay, yeah, I guess it works as an incredible, as a roller coaster that happens to have incredible stuff on it. And that's the way that I can read it knowing its history. But if I just look at it as this is an Incredibles attraction, I'm like, this is not a great Incredibles attraction. Like the Incredibles are not the focus of this. A roller coaster is the focus of this. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I it it does not need to it does not need the incredibles they could have achieved the same thing if they had just put like a you know dash on the back of the back car pushing you know every pushing the roller coaster train around the track and um you know done that or or put any pixar movie made this the wall-e coaster you know it does not need the incredibles and yeah it's not a great incredibles attraction the way that Peter Pan's flight is a great Peter Pan attraction that could not be anything but what it is. And there is no, without tearing down the thing completely and building something else, there's no way to retheme it or change it. So yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I don't think it's necessarily a great Incredibles attraction, but I think it's a fine Pixar pier attraction. I, I almost wonder if it wouldn't be a better Pixar pier attraction if it wasn't just a pier attraction that, that featured incredible stuff. Like, I, and I know this is going to sound weird, but take away the story aspect of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, just, it, it is just a thing that celebrates Pixar, that even celebrates Incredibles movies. Like the Pixar Pal around where it's just got characters yeah. on it and you're kind of just having fun being in a car with uh, inside out characters on it or whatever. Right. Or, you know, like you said, if it, if you have a dash on the back of the car, but we don't try to, we don't try to suspend reality and say, this is actually dash on the back of the car. It's just a dash is fast. The car goes fast. So we put dash on the back of the car. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's it that way. We just, we embrace the fact that it's a roller coaster. And it's a roller coaster with some with things on it. I well, but do you not do you not because that's think what California that, screaming is to, to I, an extent. I would totally agree with you, except the pre-show, because I think the pre-show kind of makes it more okay because it is so self-effacing and self-deprecating and saying like, yeah, this is, you know, this is an old roller coaster that we just threw the Incredibles on. Like, ta-da, it's, it's still fun. And I think, does it make it more okay? Yes. But does it make it okay? I'm just not so sure. Like, can I, can I do whatever I want as long as I, as long as I like wink and nod to the audience? Ha ha. I know this is not, 
I know this really isn't that great, but at least right. I, but I'm aware of it and you're aware of it. And so then that makes it better. I, I don't, sorry. I know, I know I'm being a total downer about this. Uh, no, and, and at the I, end of the day, I'm still okay with it, with a roller coaster being there. I'm just not sure that I'm, I'm ready to, to just heap praise upon it, you know? Right. No. And I, I am not either. And, and that's just, that's the, and that's just exactly what I mean when I say, I think in a year when everything's been here for a while, this is going to be more okay because everyone's just used to it. You know, I think, I think that Pixar Pier is going to take time for people to just get used to all of these all of these different kind of like, okay, this is still the Ferris wheel, but it's different. And yeah, it still has Mickey Mouse on it, and that doesn't make much sense, but whatever, that's just what it is. And then, yeah, this is still California Screaming, and if you kind of close your eyes or or squint real hard or whatever, you, you can pretty much miss that it's an Incredibles attraction. I guess you'd have to <laughs> put headphones in and play the amazing California screaming music in your ears also. But um, it, yeah, it, it, I don't think it necessarily makes it okay to just kind of slap a, a weak story on there. Uh, but I, and I, I could, don't know. And I, mean, and I guess I could actually be okay. So here's the thing. Clearly that, they wanted it to be something. Take they that, didn't just want to have a, a roller coaster. Right. Take that same story and give me a Seven Dwarfs mind train sort of. An, you know, like where you have time to, to build that story on the attraction itself as well. And then mm-hmm. maybe it's actually, but again, it, then it becomes something that's purpose built for this thing. And that's not what they, you know, they, they don't have the, the time, the money, whatever to, to repurpose this. It's just, I don't know. I, I feel like I've, I'm, I came into this whole Pixar peer thing, like really trying, cause you know, I know that I've been, I'm hard on a lot of stuff and I'm grumpy about a lot of stuff. And I wanted to, to try to buy into the, the pixie dust, the hype about Pixar peer. And I, it just, to, I guess for me, the shine is starting to come off a little bit. So what, okay. So, uh, you know how like at a dog racing track, they have a fence and then there's a little bar that comes off the fence and they have like a rabbit running, you know, something for the dogs to chase. Right. I, I think, and this goes back to what we were talking about uh, when we, you know, we're just getting the first details about the actual narrative of the Incredicoaster. What if it was a race with Dash? What if they put one of those bars along the entire roller coaster track and just had like a, a, a Dash... Uh, I don't even know if it needed would need to be an animatronic, but just some sort of Dash figure on there, and have a race with Dash, and just let him like you know he he runs down the the launch and he runs up that first ramp through the tunnel and he runs the loop to loop and any time the uh, roller coaster stops, you know there's several mid breaks on the track, um where because they run I think they run four or five coaster trains on California Screaming. I mean, that's a very high volume uh, roller coaster. Right. But you just, you have Dash diverge and disappear for a while and you hear him like panting, you know, or breathing real hard, like, uh, uh, man. And then once you get going again, oh, here comes Dash again, you know, and just have a race with Dash because Dash will never not be fast. 
no matter how many Incredibles movies there are, no matter how old Jack Jack gets, you know, if Jack Jack's 35 and Incredibles 10, <laughs> Dash will still have been fast and he still will have been, you know, a kid in the first Incredibles. And I think I think that's a much more timeless uh a, a much more timeless theme that actually plays into the roller coaster aspect better than what they're doing it doesn't involve the family uh and in, if incredibles is about one thing it's about working together as a family and so i can see how that might not play the way that they you know would want it to but i feel like that would be a lot more timeless and 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 a bit better and then you wouldn't have to rely so much on the character saying like oh catch jack jack oh jack jack is gone i think every character on the audio track says he is gone at least one time and you could you could have you know dash saying you know like oh i'm winning and and you could do things like he's winning for a while and then and then the you start pulling ahead and um, there's there's tons of stuff you could do, but you could really enjoy Michael Giacchino's amazing score. I think a lot more without all the talking, because there's an awful lot of talking in this also that you have to pay attention to to actually get the full the full narrative. So I, I don't know. I think I think they could have they could have deployed it better, but. At the end of the day, I don't think people will care, and I don't. I don't think it's going to affect it negatively. And I think for what Pixar Pier has has turned out to be, which is just kind of like honestly, kind of a long time coming way to put Pixar in its own place in in a Disney park, um, and give it its own space. Uh, I, I think it's. I think it's going to be fine. I. I. I I'm not. I'm not worried about the success of Pixar Pier. Uh, I think like you, I'm just kind of confused by it um, and not, I don't know, not sure why some of the decisions that were made were made. Okay, so first of all, yes, I do, I do think that the Dash thing could have worked, but I, I'm, I do also think that to some extent it would still just feel like they, they slapped incredible stuff as best they could. Now, would that, that slap on work a little bit better? Possibly. Um, but it's still going to feel like they slapped Incredibles on, on an existing attraction instead of, I don't know. It just doesn't, it but just I don't, doesn't I don't think that there's, well to me. I don't think that there's any way to do anything with California Screaming that won't feel that way. Oh, no, Be- no, no. Yeah, yeah. Because it's- it is such a, this is a white roller coaster on, on a pier. Like, it's built so much to look like Coney Island that... I don't think there's any way to to not have that. And so, yeah, I think I think any any thinking I've done on it is just how to best slap on an Incredibles theme better. Right. And and I'm not even I don't know. Or more effectively, I guess. Maybe they didn't do that bad because at least they did embrace the fact that it is a roller and and not in the not in the tongue in cheek. This is old and we're slapping the Incredibles on it way but they embrace the fact that it's a roller coaster because it's the Munisaberg roller coaster that's simply now being dedicated to the Incredibles. So right. this is a roller coaster. Um so that aspect I guess does work. It's just yeah the the you know when when Mr. Incredible is offering Jack Jack a cookie in the tunnel and it pretty clearly is just a as 
Mr. Incredible stat, you know, static, uh, what cast statue, whatever you want to yeah. call that sticking on, you know, that's been pasted onto the side of the tunnel. I, I don't know. It feels a little, it feels fine. Sure. It feels fine, but I don't want Disney to feel fine. Yeah. You know, and that's, and that's what, that's what now I'm just like, okay, so I guess, you know, the, the pal around feels fine. Yeah. This feels fine, but that's not, you know, that's not why I, I like Disney so much. I don't like Disney because they do things that feel fine. I like right. Disney because they do things that astound me that, that, you know, make me forget about what is, you know, what is going on around me. They, they, create this desire to to go back to this place where you know it's not it's not the rest of the world and i don't know that i just don't know that fine creates that experience Mm -hmm. and speaking of the i guess the quote effects um the only one that isn't like you said a some a static figure that lights up somehow is the effect where jack jack is engulfing the tunnel in flames and violet casts her uh what would you go force field to protect the tunnel what that i think i think that effect works once you get that that's what it is that the purple is violet casting her force field um but again you would only know that if you're if you're paying attention because he, she is at the very end of the tunnel and most of the uh most of the narrative telling you that's happening is over the speakers. Right. Um, and and I, I think, so, I think that one so looks okay. That's a yeah. good visual effect. The, the fire effect looks good and the uh, force field effect looks good. Yeah. And we probably shouldn't judge the narrative too harshly given right. that, given that we're hearing it over, you know, uh, somebody's phone speaker that most of what you get is, you know, right. from the, the wind noise. So yeah, for sure. I, I'm sure that that probably sounds a lot, a lot better in person. Um, yeah, no, and, I'm, I'm, I'm more talking about the script itself, oh, not, yeah, yeah. not the quality of it. Right. So, so can we say that at least one, <laughs> one good thing on this, one good thing is, you know, regardless of how much talking there perhaps is over it, the score I think does work really well. Yes. And it is, you know, and you can tell that they have, it has been put together in a way where they recognize that some of the, that there are times when the coaster will be stopped for longer or shorter mm-hmm. periods at different holds and it flows well though. You know, I feel like on one of those, maybe it's on both of the videos, but on at least one of them, it's a really long time before the coaster actually launches at the beginning. Yeah. One yeah. of them goes for a long time and the right. score almost kind of falls out. Yeah, the score the score is swelling and it's swelling and I'm like, okay, uh, we're we're gonna go right, but you know, even even so, that's a that's a hard thing to make work. And I feel like I feel like the score works really well, and it definitely you know, it feels it it doesn't feel like they just they just threw you know track seven from the incredible soundtrack on there. Right. Uh, no, but this was this was specifically composed for the Incredicoaster. Right, right, and 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 at the same time, it feels distinctly Incredibles, and I know they got, uh, gosh, Giacchino. Yeah, I, Michael probably, Giacchino. Giacchino. There we go. I'm like, I got real close there. Uh, <laughs> you know, I know that they got they pulled him back in to do a special soundtrack, and I appreciate that, and mm-hmm. that definitely 
it definitely seems to work really well. Uh, so I, I am happy to hear that. Again, overall, I think it is all fine. I just would like, I, I and, and the thing is at the end of the day, if you ask me, Brad, what could they have done? I don't know. I don't know because everything I can think of on some level was probably just going to be fine. But that's why I'm not Disney. Yeah. You know, the, <laughs> a lot of the things Disney does, if you would have asked me about it, I would have never seen, I would have never seen the way that that could work, but they somehow make it work. So, right. and, and you know what? I, I fully, I fully retain the ability to totally flip flop on all of this when I get to <laughs> do it in person. Uh, but I don't, I don't know that there's that strong of a chance. So anyway. I think that'll do it for this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash MTM Podcast. And you can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And until then, have a magical day. Bye.